Jean-Mier show. It is 10.06 a.m. And we've learned that the Evers administration here in Wisconsin recorded a May phone call between various government officials without the knowledge or consent of at least some of the parties on that call. Uh, Specifically, this call took place on May 14th which is one day after the Wisconsin Supreme Court's constitutionalist majority rightfully struck down Democrat Governor Tony Evers and his administration's unconstitutional and unlawful safer-at-home order. And this May 14th call was reportedly designed to determine how it is that the state of Wisconsin would proceed post safer at home order. Uh, This was a call between Governor Evers, Republican Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, Republican Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald, Evers Chief of Staff Maggie Goh, and Evers Legal Counsel Ryan Nilsestun. Those five individuals, we were told, were on the call. Now, The Milwaukee Journal Sentinel newspaper has reported that that call was recorded and the paper says it obtained audio from that call via an open records request, which is kind of interesting, huh? Uh, For the longest time, in repeated instances, the Evers administration did not seem very interested in complying with open records requests, but now, now all of a sudden when there's a a call that they believe might be damaging to uh, some of the top Republicans in the state now. Oh, sure. You got an open records request? We'll meet it right away. Here you go. Here's what you want. Interesting, huh? So you have the top two legislative Republicans in the state, uh, Robin Voss and Scott Fitzgerald, saying that they did not learn that said call was recorded until the Journal Sentinel asked them if they also had any such auto audio recordings. And Voss and Fitzgerald both said, no, we do not. Uh, but they learned that on the Evers end, they did have such an audio recording of that call. So those leaders of the GOP are outraged, and rightfully so. Now, in the state of Wisconsin... Calls can be recorded as long as one party to the call consents to it being recorded. Uh, So, in this case, pertaining to this May 14th call, if none of the parties involved, none of the five individuals we were told were on the call, did consent to it being recorded, then that recording was unlawful and obviously must be dealt with in a court of law. If one of the five parties to the call did consent to it being recorded, then the recording of that call was legal. Uh, However, it still would remain quite unethical. And if one party to the call or multiple parties to the call did consent to it being recorded without other parties to the call being notified that it was being recorded, uh, well then, 
those parties who were recorded against their knowledge, as well as all of us taxpayers in the state of Wisconsin, we absolutely deserve to know who consented to having that call recorded. Uh, You have both Voss and Fitzgerald saying that they did not consent to it being recorded, uh, which means that, assuming that's true, which doesn't seem any reason why it wouldn't be, uh, if there was consent, it would have come from one of three members of the Evers administration, uh, either Evers himself or his chief of staff or his legal counsel. Uh, Yesterday, the legal counsel, uh, Ryan Nilsestian, uh, said that, yes, in fact, someone on the call did consent to it being recorded. Uh, So seemingly, if he's telling the truth, that would have been one of the three members of the Evers administration. Uh, But Nilsestian would not say who it was that consented to the recording. Uh, He wouldn't even say if it was him (laughs) that did it. And yesterday, you also had Governor Evers himself refusing to say who consented to that call being recorded. And he wouldn't say who recorded the call either. It's just uh, the Evers administration has just said that it was some staffer who recorded the call. That a a staffer recorded the call, and it was no big deal. Uh, uh, They just wanted help in taking notes uh, about the conversation, so they, they, they just recorded it. That's all it was. Nothing to see here. Uh, Evers and his legal counsel both yesterday demonstrated they're totally unwilling to give us information that we absolutely deserve to know as Wisconsin taxpayers. Uh, Evers claimed that, oh, no, no, we, we can't tell you that. We, we can't discuss personnel matters in public. <laughs> uh, Governor Evers, uh, you might be the one in the governor's office, but you work for us, the Wisconsin taxpayers. We do not work for you. You work for us. We are the ones who fund this state's government. And thus, we deserve to know what is happening in that government we fund. And in this case, you wanting to withhold this information, you don't have good reason, Governor Evers, to withhold this information. It seems clear that the only reason that you would want to withhold this information is trying to spare yourself or a member of your administration from embarrassment and possibly from legal consequence. Uh, That is not a sufficient reason to withhold information from us about the government that we fund, information that we deserve to know. Again, regardless, regardless if the answer to the question of did one party consent to recording the call is yes or no, what happened is horribly unethical. It was horribly unethical of the responsible party or parties to do. And this certainly is not going to help bring any cohesiveness to a divided government in Wisconsin. How is it that Voss and Fitzgerald can ever trust the Evers administration again? How can they ever trust that any future conversations are not going to be recorded without them knowing? Now, again, Evers is trying to downplay this. 
uh, saying that, no, it's just, it's, it's to help with uh, the note-taking process. That's why we did it. Uh-huh. Now, clearly, in reality, this was an effort to publicly release this audio uh, with hopes that the audio would make some people out there believe that the leaders of the GOP legislature are bad. It's clear that Governor Evers is still angry that he rightfully lost in front of the Wisconsin Supreme Court pertaining to his unconstitutional, unlawful, safer-at-home order. And it's certain that Evers figured in that conversation on May 14th that Voss and Fitzgerald would advocate for the reopening of the state of Wisconsin, uh, which is something that Evers clearly did not want to see happen because he did not want his authoritarian power grab that came with his safer-at-home order to come to an end. So Evers likely figured, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll record this conversation with Voss and Fitzgerald. Uh, they'll probably advocate for reopening the state of Wisconsin, and, and then we can ensure that this audio gets out so that, so that uh, our allies and the media can say, well, look at these evil Republicans. They want to open things up even though we're still in a pandemic. They must all want you to die from the China virus. I mean, it seems pretty clear that's what Evers and his administration were going for here. Heck, it's possible that Evers or a member of the Evers administration tipped off the leftist media about the existence of this audio. You know, did something along the lines of, hey, media, come here. There's this audio. Phone call, mid-May. Evers, Voss, Fitzgerald. Uh, it exists. We record. You you should request that. You you should put in a an open records request for that audio. I, I mean, it's very possible that took place. I, I mean, how else would the mainstream media have just so easily known that this tape existed? It's very possible that Evers or a member of Evers' administration tipped off the media to the existence of the tape uh, with hopes that they would submit an open records request and that the audio would get out there. Because they are trying to spin this and make Robin Voss look bad. Now, Evers is claiming that everything should be fine. That, oh, well, don't worry. That that practice of recording calls, it has ended. Um, all right. <laughs> few concerns here. Uh, number one, how can we be sure that it ended? Uh, we, we can't just blindly take you at your word, Governor Evers, because you have lied to us, the people of Wisconsin, various times. Uh, number two... When you say this practice has ended, that makes it sound like it might have happened more than just this one time. So uh, how often did it happen? Uh, we deserve to know the extent to which this was going on in your administration. And number three, if this practice really is coming to an end, it does not make up for the fact that it did happen under your watch at least once. And again, we deserve to know the extent of what was going on, and we deserve to see all of the people responsible for it held to proper account. We deserve to see people fired over what it is that happened in the Evers administration. And if applicable, we deserve to see people criminally prosecuted over what happened in the Evers administration. There can be no tolerance for corruption and or criminality. Keep in mind, Governor Evers, he has a history of putting himself above the rules, above the law in Wisconsin. 
Uh, he, he did it with his unconstitutional, then unlawful, safer-at-home order. He did it with uh, his uh, unlawful effort to try and move the spring election date uh, the day before the election. And it seems that the corruption is continuing with what is his, his administration's doing in secretly recording its political adversaries. I, the man continues to ignore what is right, ignore the rules, ignore the law in some cases. So for that reason, as this show has noted, the man must be recalled from office before he can do any more damage to your state. Uh, also, isn't it interesting that, that today's Democrat Party elites, they love, they just love referencing Richard Nixon and Watergate. I, isn't it interesting how they they, they always reference Nixon and Watergate. Uh, but then when people in the present day in their own party do things that are similar, like illegally spying on Carter Page or the Evers administration recording its political adversaries without knowledge, uh, seemingly just so that can get out there and they can try and make their adversaries look bad in the public. When that sort of stuff happens, do you notice how, how those people who love saying Watergate over and over again, they, they don't say anything? Uh, that is because such Democrats are nothing more than total hypocrites. Uh, we'll take calls, emails, and texts on this on the other side of the break. It is 1019. This is the John Muir Show. 